Uh, hello, my friends. Skip here uh, again. Another podcast of Finding Meaning. Hope all is well with you. Um, busy day. I'm trying to get caught up on some podcasting I've been wanting to do. I am writing a thesis paper uh, to uh, graduate from college <laughs> with a degree in religion. Uh, just uh, busy, busy, busy. One of the things that uh, that I've noticed today is that when I stop to take a break or to sit down and flip on the television, there's a lot of television programming for some reason right at this moment about the person of Jesus. And so I want to talk a little bit about Jesus. Uh, let me begin by saying this, that, that I... If you've been listening to these podcasts, you know that I am a a, a former uh, clergy person, uh, well versed, more than well versed in uh, the uh, theology and the nuances of Christian theology. I cannot say that I am a scholar of such, but I will tell you that I have been studying Christian theology. For years, uh, and and continue to do so, even at a collegiate level. Uh, also, I want to say this: that I am not giving this podcast as a person of of Christian faith. Uh, I no longer adhere to the institutional beliefs around who Jesus was or is. Uh, I will go into a long podcast at some point about uh, what I think the institution has done, unfortunately, to the teachings and to who Jesus really is, but that's not what this is about. I want to talk about um, who we are in relation to someone like Jesus uh, and what it might mean. So this is not a, a Christian uh, sermon, uh, or should be construed in any way as a demeaning of Christian faith. If that's what you believe, and it makes you a better person, I got no room to judge you, and you got no room to judge me. And that's part of it, you know, when we talk about living beyond the way we humans have learned, that's part of it. We just don't need to judge each other. It's not helpful. However, Jesus has played a, a big part of my journey and my life, and still does. I still revere his teachings, I still believe him to be a unique, um, singularly unique person in the arc of human history. I believe that his teachings uh, have probably been and probably offer still the most transformative way for us to live. And so please know that that's there also. Uh, so, you know, when we look at the person of Jesus, who is a person who lived in the first century, of course, it was the first century because that's uh, what the Catholic Church decided around his birth many years ago. Uh, we see a person who has a lot of mythology built up around who he was, a lot of unnecessary mythology, I believe. A lot of mythology that people place upon him 
and his teachings, thus it, it really derails his importance. The great irony of Christian theology I have discovered is that all of this weight we put onto him as a person, Jesus as a person, uh, diminishes who he really is. And so uh, let's talk about, you know, Jesus just for a second. I will tell you some of the most profound words I have ever read have been attributed to him. Now, I would also tell you this, that I have learned in my years of studying Christian theology that I realize, and I think it's pretty historically evident, that the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, were not written at the time of Jesus, uh, that there were other uh, Gospels, other texts that uh, were written around the time, but as far as they can tell, there was no real, um, there was no one walking around scribing what was going on. They were experiencing what was going on. And so, as I talk about Jesus, I, I, you know, it's all in hindsight for us. It was in hindsight for the writers of the gospel. Gospels, it's in hindsight for us. I would encourage you, if you are a person who is interested in learning more about um, different ways to understand Jesus, look at some of the apocryphal gospels, the gospel of Thomas, the gospel of Mary, etc., However, having said that, I do believe that the writers of the Gospels and the writers uh, and Paul at times and some of the very early church uh, uh, founders, some of the very early church matriarchs and patriarchs uh, were speaking from a place of truth. Uh, We're speaking from an encounter they had with this person of Jesus. And so, you know, when Jesus will say uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, uh, you know, um, read all of Matthew 5, all of Matthew 6, the Gospel of Matthew, you'll see that, you know, when Jesus will say, love your enemy. Uh, You know, when someone tells you to carry something, carry it further. When someone tells you to to do something, even if you're being oppressed, do it even more. An unbounded love is what he's talking about. Uh, I can assure you that that is something the Christian institution struggles with. Because unbounded love often means we can't pay attention to our own preservation. That's our neighbor's dog in the backyard, Jake. You know, and then when you read in Paul, you know, love is patient, love is kind. I mean, you just, you you see in there a truth, and and what is that truth? And and here's here's how I see Jesus now. You know, you have heard me say for many months now, if you've been listening, and someone's listening, I'm getting listens. So hear me, uh, please. Uh, when, you, when you hear me say that there's a false reality, and then there's a way that we can live outside of the reality. I am convinced that who Jesus was, was a person uh, 2,000 years ago, uh, 2,100 years ago, however you want to measure that, who lived outside of reality, who lived outside of the prescribed, the learned reality of his time. He was a person who, 
at a very deep level, maybe the deepest level, I don't know, knew the truth of what it meant to be authentically human. And when he is talking about uh, forgiveness, when he's talking about love, when he's talking about generosity, he is talking from outside of the matrix we've created. He's talking outside of the reality that was created in his time and is created in our time. That's who Jesus is to me. Jesus is one of just a few people that we can point to who probably, and there was probably more, but historically still recognized, uh, one of just a few who lived outside of the falsity that we've created in our reality, who lived outside of the institution of, of religion, who lived outside the institutions of his day. And I think he beckons us, calls us to, to live the same way. I believe what ultimately gets Jesus killed is the fact that he was helping people to escape the false reality of the world. Now, I'm not going to go into resurrection, you know, did it happen, didn't it? I, I think we get into conversations and arguments around mythology that are not helpful, although I do believe mythology conveys a truth. But I will simply say this, that who I now believe Jesus is, and who I probably always have believed Jesus to be, is someone who knew that he was living into a false reality and, and was able to change that reality, maybe manipulate that reality, certainly taught something beyond that reality that can help us all, that can transform us all. He, for me, is a transformative figure in my life, not because of who he is theologically, but who he is practically, who he, the being that he was, the, the thing that we call Christ the awakened one, the Buddha mind, the one who understands and can name that most of us, all of us, to some degree, live out of a false reality. And he was one who beckons us out. So that's just, I wanted to say that today. I've seen a lot of stuff on, on Jesus. He still holds a very important part of my heart. Uh, he still is a very much a teacher to me. Um, of course, you know that I think when we tried to institutionalize that, we lost it. When we tried to institutionalize the teachings of, of real truth, we lose it because we ourselves are still caught in the great false reality. So, my friends, uh, there you go. I'll try to do one of these on Buddha eventually, um, Gandhi. Uh, these folks who, to some degree or another, realize the truth of reality. Uh, I hope this is helpful. Thank you so much for your time, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.